Hey everyone, Shayla Griffin here with the Aspiring Cowgirl. Have you been wondering where the heck is that girl? Well, let me just explain a little bit. I've missed you guys so much. Um, I've missed doing this podcast. It's just been a crazy, crazy year. Anyway, um, because of COVID, I had to get a second job and I ended up working at a Western store here in Abilene and I didn't realize I would love retail, but I actually did. I, I loved it so much. I really had a good time. I'm sure it probably had to do with it was within the Western way of life and And I just really enjoyed waiting on people and seeing people that I knew come into the store and stuff like that. But one thing it did was consume my time. Uh, Anybody that's worked retail definitely knows that it is time consuming. So um, in order to do that, and I went back to doing hair, and I'm life coaching, and uh, so I just had my plate full. And so thank you for all of you that have been sticking with me and sticking it out and um, listening to my podcasts over and over, or whatever you've been doing. But I know the numbers have been high, and I really, really appreciate it. And I have heard from different women, and so I definitely know it's going. So um, I'm so happy about that because my fear was that if I wasn't being consistent with it, that it would fall, but it actually has grown on listening numbers. And so I am just so grateful. Um, so, uh, what has everybody been up to? Um, you got caught up quickly on my side of it. Um, I hope you guys have been healthy and well and whatever, has been going on it's spring I love 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 springtime it's my birthday in April and I just have always loved spring I love the rain I love that things are turning green that life is awakening again and that you know it's just a new season um I've always thought that and you know it's like I when I used to rodeo. Well, I mean, I like when I high school rodeoed years and years ago, it just was always time to start rodeoing again. And the weather was clearing up and it wasn't miserable to ride. And, you know, just like, it's just, I just love spring. How about you? Well, um, so I wanted to just come to you and explain where I've been and what's been going on and thank you again for listening and so one thing I wanted to talk to you and kind of pick up from where I left off I know we started to kind of talk about building a temple and and um what that looks like and that's part of our journey and growing our relationship with the Lord and um, how do we do that in today's society and how do we do the life um, as a strong Christian woman? And so, you know, um, I will tell you this, like God um, gave me a dream uh, in 2015 to build a bunker. I don't know if I've ever told this story. 
But anyway, uh, if I haven't, then you're getting a new story. It's just been about trying to uh, get back into a place of doing this podcast um, consistently, and I knew I couldn't until now, and so you know, you'll be hearing from me, I hope, consistently. Weekly is my plan. And so if you have any questions, you can email me at aspiringcowgirl at gmail.com. And so anyway, uh, in 2015, God gave me a dream and it was so vivid. Like I could see myself in this room and lots of people were in it. I couldn't tell you who were in it, but there was lots of people in it. And I felt like it was inside of a hill, like it was in a bunker or something. And that's what then he asked me. He said, I want you to build a bunker. And there was some details. Have you ever had like this really, really vivid dream where you're like, uh, wow, I've, you know, like, could that be a message from the Lord? And at the time, I had just rededicated my life, so I really just didn't know how to take it. In fact, it kind of scared me because um, I was like, uh, I, I literally woke up the next morning and told my husband, um, I don't know what this means, but I think God just told me to build a bunker. And the first thing that he came that came out of his mouth was, are we going to war? You know, and in that place, um, there was a couple of distinct instructions that I remember is um, I was to build a bunker and then it would be done in five years. And so from that point on, it get, it drove me like I had this passion that like I needed to build something that I was doing something for the Lord, you know, like I had instruction and to a point, you know, I didn't really know how to build a bunker. I literally went to my pastor and asked him, like, what does this mean? And he said, God talks in parables and we'll pray through it with you. But it could be a building. It could be, it could not be a building. You know, we just need to pray through it and ask the Lord to give us instruction. So when we did that, um, it was kind of crazy because uh, the next five years was this journey and what happened in it was a lot of things that I wasn't expecting um, that like, for instance, um, uh, my husband was in the oil field business uh, with oil field plugging and we ended up having to give that up and, and it just was a crazy turn of events that happened and we had to shut the doors on it and they couldn't take our place because we had it homesteaded and so what we ended up doing was selling it so we could pay off all of the vendors that we used in the oil field because my husband has integrity and he's he he also had rededicated his life and he just kept saying, God told me not to file bankruptcy. And so it was kind of a crazy time because three different lawyers told us you need to file bankruptcy. But my husband was like, nope. I'm not filing bankruptcy because God keeps telling me don't file bankruptcy. So I'm not saying anything against anybody that has done that. It's just our choice. That was our choice to do. So we ended up selling our uh, land and in 2017, I think it was, and we paid off all the vendors and 
we we had just enough equity to settle with everybody and so it was kind of, it was the first like big god thing that we were like okay that was crazy because we had just enough money so um for the first time in our lives we were standing there with no kids at home our kids were grown um no debt no nothing and we were like what are we going to do now? We didn't have any jobs because I had quit doing hair and um, and he had closed the door on his business. So we really literally stood hand in hand, faced each other and said, there's a word that our church had taught us. It's called Hanani. And it means here, here am I. Like, send me, Lord, is kind of the gist of it. Like, where do you want me to go? So we literally stood hand in hand and prayed Hanani um, and asked the Lord, where do you want to take us? And so that sparked a journey of like craziness. Like we moved so many times and and it was like it ended up being where we would the first couple of moves that we did probably the first three were pretty quick they weren't maybe even the first four were pretty quick and they weren't very we weren't in one place very long in fact one place um i literally whole, heard the holy spirit said don't unpack the boxes and so I told Shay that I was like, um, I think the Holy Spirit just told me to not unpack the boxes. And sure enough, we were only there for like two months. But what happened after that was every six to eight months, the Lord would move us. And in those seasons that we were in those places, it was a place of... um I want to say purification, because that's the word that's been heavy on my heart right now, um, where he's refining us, restoring us, teaching us, and these trials and tribulations that we were going through were not always fun. They were, there was some times that we were really having a, a, you know, a good time, like it was an adventure, and then there was other times it was a low valley. And it was hard and financially, it was hard physically, it was hard mentally, it was hard spiritually. And so when we went through all these um, different seasons, like I look back now and I'm pretty sure people thought we were crazy because they were like, where are you at now? Where are you at now? (laughs) So we just went on this adventure. Like it was a spiritual journey. Um of trying to, you know, go and and follow in faith what God was laying on our hearts. And it took us out of Abilene and taught us to rely on Him as our provision. And it just was a crazy, crazy journey. So um, the Lord brought us back to Abilene, and um, we just felt like it was time to come back to Abilene. And so we did. And then uh, we thought it's time to lay roots down. And so we bought this awesome horse property and then COVID hit. And our plan was the horse property had an amazing barn on it and all this uh, land was laid out. It was 25 acres that had, it was all laid out in paddocks. And it was so amazing because um, we thought we're going to 
have borders. We're going to do, you know, we had all these dreams and thoughts that were our dreams and thoughts, I guess, now looking back. But, um, you know, we thought, you know, boarding horses would help us pay the land payment and all this. Well, here's the crazy thing. We took our um, flyers and we put them at vet clinics. We put them at... um like the laundromats, you know, every place we could think that the feed stores, we thought any place that horse people would go, that's where we're going to put these flyers. And what ended up happening, we did not get one phone call. It was crazy. And so um, what happened was that we were holding on and trying to do it our way and, and you know, starting to panic. And, you know, here we had gone through three years or maybe two and a half years of walking in faith. And then here we are thinking we're home. We're putting down roots. We're going to, we're going to build a house at this place where this amazing barn is. And then it didn't pan out like COVID hit. It's totally changed everybody's, you know, our financial, um, uh, you know, stability wasn't there. Um, you know, things just got shook, like a sifting happened. And it was like, whoo, change the perspective, right? And so we ended up uh, selling our place and finding a rent house so we can ride out this wave of, you know, what the aftermath of COVID is. And so, uh, but what it did was a true blessing. Anytime, this is what I've discovered in my life that if I think, um, like for instance, if I had it bought, I had bought a pickup last year right before COVID, and um, I thought, you know, I better, I think I need to sell this because I don't need that extra payment, and it was sold within a month. Like, boom, I got extra money for it, like more than I paid for it, not much, but just a little bit. So I was like, wow, thank you, Lord. And so that debt was paid off. And then um, when we sold our place, all our debts were, the majority of all of our debts have been wiped out. And um, it's like crazy to watch this journey of when when something's supposed to happen, like it happens. And um, like when we tried, we decided to sell our place and regroup and get this rent house. And when we decided to sell, it was sold within a month. And I just feel like that's confirmation. That's where God's wanting to take us. That's what he's wanting to do. So I'm just telling you guys this story like um, that, you know, in our journey in in going through trying to figure out whose we are and who we are and the significance of what we're created for and all this, there's just times when it doesn't pan out quite the way you think it should, or it doesn't pan out, um, you know, like, or it's hard or it's not as easy as you anticipated or, you know, something like that. The part that I love about women is that we actually have this tenacity in us, this strength, this, um, to, to overcome. And when we tap into the Lord and actually use his strength through these, um, journeys of life, then, um, there's an extra amount of power that comes from it. It's like, um, 
if you can hold your head up and continue to say, you know, like through my journey when I was working at the Western store, I got COVID and I was so mad I got COVID, not because I got COVID, but I was mad that it was going to take me out of work for 10 days. And because it, financially it was hard at that in that season. And so, um, but what I, I remember doing on my way home from being diagnosed is I was crying because I was so mad I had to take off work because of COVID. And um, again, it felt like a blow from COVID. And I just was like, um, you know what? I trust you, Lord. I trust you. And I literally screamed in my car, like yelled it out loud. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. And you know what? We made it like the 10 days that I had to be off for COVID it went so fast and it was, um, it wasn't hard and it gave me time just to sit with him and, and just, you know, go through it. And I, my symptoms didn't last very long. Um, actually I was diagnosed on Saturday and by Monday I was fine. So it's just kind of crazy how, um, I, I still, I did have a side effect of losing my smeller. So if you guys could pray for anything for me, I would appreciate you praying that I get my sense of smell back because I miss it. Um, anyway, so in that place, you know, it's when you go through those journeys um, in those valleys, it's sometimes hard to get through the chatter that happens. Um, you know, just like I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I can't be off work for 10 days because we're, you know, I, we need my income and all this stuff. But when I turned it around and said, no, I, I trust you, Lord, I trust you. He's always provided for us. And why wouldn't he do it now? And so, um, when I, you know, I had to turn my attitude around. I had to turn the chatter off, you know, in my head that was saying, you know, something of worry. There was some worry there that I we wouldn't be taken care of or something, but that wasn't true. And so um, I wanted to go back to that place of um, trying to overcome that chatter and going from season to season and um, just facing the negative uh, thoughts that you have and and actually changing them. Like uh, Romans 12.2 says, don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So um, in that, how can we change? How do you walk through that? chatter that's in your mind because, you know, it's so easy to get negative um, about stuff. I've had things that have happened during COVID that I don't agree with, I don't like. And uh, there was this temptation that I actually walked in for a while of being really negative about it, like um, complaining, uh, grumbling, you know, just that kind of thing. And, and it took God just is so good. He provided a book for me that I ended up listening to on audible that is just, um, just transformed my attitude because it was like, you're not, you know, what you put out there is what you are going to get back. And I don't want negativity. I want joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, 
self-control, love, peace, um, all those fruits of the Spirit. So if I want those things to be manifested in my life, then I have to speak it out. I have to have the attitude that you know, look at it as a blessing and not a curse. And so, um, stop grumbling, stop acting like that. And let's get this, you know, the attitude changed. So I had to change my attitude. So that means taking your thoughts captive and realizing not, not, um, changing it, like not trying to ignore them or resist them, but yet actually saying, I, um, you know, definitely um, see you. I understand that that's what I've been doing. Forgive me, Lord, for walking through that. And I'm going to change because I don't want to go that direction. I'm not going to give that in. I'm not going to give the enemy any power there. I'm going to receive the power of the Holy Spirit and I'm going to um, tap into that miraculous power that the Holy Spirit's going to let me. Um, you know, guide me into truth and what is that truth. So um, I just wanted to kind of talk to you about that because I think everybody with what everything's going on in the world that you want to grumble and complain, but yet if we'll just change our attitude, maybe the world would change in a better way. And so I just wanted to kind of you know, talk to you just a little bit about that today um, and introduce me back into the podcast and get back into this thing that we're so, um, you know, of this um, this deal. So when I was talking about the bunker um, a while ago and I was telling about the journey that I've been on through trying to create the bunker and you know, there's so many times that in in different areas of the world, wherever we were, whether we were we were in Nebraska, we were in Snyder, we were in uh, Santos, we were we were all over the place. And in each place, I was like, "Is this the bunker? Is this it? Oh my gosh, this has to be it!" You know, and I kept looking for a physical thing to happen. Um, throughout this, but through this, I had a hunger just to know Christ. I wanted to know his word. I wanted to meditate on his word. I, I created a pegboard that I hung up that I called my war board. I learned how to just really use God's word to move mountains in my life. And what this was, was a refining, a purification and it was a, actually what was happening. I didn't realize it, but it was a time that God was building me. He was building my confidence. He was building my faith. He was building our relationship together, him and I. Um, it just was an amazing time of restoration for me because you know, for 40 years into my life, I didn't follow the Lord. So, um, so this was a good, you know, even though it was hard, it was great. And so, um, what I want to just encourage you is that, you know, we talked about building a temple the last couple podcasts and, and, um, I believe that that's what my dream was about. My dream was about building a bunker, but I believe the Lord was trying to tell me, um, 
I'm going to build you. Like he, he wanted me to do my part by, you know, he's like build a bunker. Well, what he meant is like a place of refuge, a place of strength, a place that doesn't, that withstand, that it does withstand the storms of life. Um, that it's a place that people can find peace and comfort and actually refuge. And so that, that to me, um, what he taught me through that is the life coaching and the freedom training that I went through and all that. And so what that has done is created a safe place for people to come and actually dwell with me in this place and then and it it's protected and and surrounded by um the Lord and what he's doing but I'm just a place that they can come sit in peace for just a little while from the world. And so that's where my life coaching comes in is that I just have really enjoyed helping women <coughs> excuse me helping women by encouraging them, by um, by not just encourage, I'm not just a cheerleader for them. Like we are going, what I do in life coaching is about um, we take a, a situation or circumstance that's happening in their life, what they want to change in that circumstance, and then we start finding what chatters going on in your head about that circumstance. How can um, how can, you know, where does the Lord want to come in and heal a certain place in that? And um, maybe it's about just um, learning to do better in in our mindsets. And so we, st- we really tackle um, the place in your mind that's telling you you can't or telling you that... Um, you know, maybe something's happened in your life and you felt guilty or you feel shame or you feel, um, you know, something negative in your life about it. And it's keeping you from being the woman you were created to be. But you don't realize the effects of it. You've, you know, like there's been women that I've helped that have accepted that they are just the way they are because of a circumstance. So once you become that false identity, then you struggle to really um, have blessing, like powerful blessings happening in your life because you're always um, thinking negatively. You're always like, I am the way I am because of what happened. And, And what I help do is clarify that who told you that, you know, like, let's recognize some of this negative chatter and let's, let's overcome that. Let's, let's wipe it out where we know what is true. What is true? It doesn't take away the fact that that did happen. That did happen. But what, what, how did that make you stronger? How did that make you a better person? How did, I know it sounds crazy that you think, how could something so traumatic help you to overcome to overcome and be a better you and um and stop living in identity of guilt, fear, shame, or control um and, and where do those come from? Where do those um you know 
the the negative chatter where does that come from and let's let's deal with it you know it's kind of like the david and goliath story david was a shepherd and he encountered many different obstacles and that trained him to be able to slay the giant goliath and we have to realize that our life is a training ground a time time of um you know that we are being trained we just don't even realize that that's what it is so um i just wanted to come to you i know this is kind of long but i just wanted to come and say you know here i am i'm back thank you for hanging with me thank you for staying with me and let's let's uh pick up where we left off and let's try to figure out what what does this look like how do we recognize the chatter how do we overcome it how do how do we build a bunker that we can say we're proverbs 31 that withstands the storm her children call her blessed that she is uh, great in the marketplace that you are uh, created for something specific, something unique, and you have significance in your life. And and how do we tap into the power of the Holy Spirit? And how do we how do we pray? And how do you know? Just I I want to equip you with what God's taught me. And so when I ended up, you know, at the end of 2020 which I had proclaimed over 2020, it was a year of perfect vision, that it, you know, what I really found out was that I had been looking in all the wrong places for the bunker, and I was the bunker. I am a place that God, you know, he asked me, he said, um, would you full-heartedly follow me in 2015? And I said, yes. I didn't really know what that looked like, but I knew he was calling me to something. And it was like he was saying, would you be a vessel in my hands? Would you be willing to be one I can shape and mold into um, my image? Would you be one that I can flow freely um, to the world around around you? And um, would you be willing to be holy um, as he is holy? Um, You know, just all these questions that I I was like, yes, yes, I just wanted it. And I was drawing it into it. And I was like, yes, Lord, that's what I want. But then when time goes on, you're like, wow, do I really want this? Because um, the world will try to tell us that um, we don't need it or, or maybe it's too hard or, or maybe I don't want to give up drinking or I don't want to give up, uh, bad morals or values, you know, like I was not living that life. I was going to have to surrender and give up a lot. Am I willing to do that? Because in, um, I heard this the other day, uh, that says the purer the vessel, the greater the flow of God's power. And I was like, that is so good. Will I be willing to be molded and purified and, and go through what I need to go through so I can be powerful to slay the giants that will stand in front of me in the future? Um, you know, there's just, a there is a season of cleansing and that needs to happen. And there's a, there's a season 
of great surrender and purification and are you willing to go through that and and I was I wanted it even though some seasons were so difficult so um sometimes just letting go of what my my vision what I thought it was supposed to look like and letting that go made you know it it was a hard lesson but I had to trust him when I couldn't see it it's kind of like when the wind blows you know it's there but you and you can see the effects of it but you you can't really touch it and so um it's I love that analogy for the Holy Spirit for for the Lord to be in your life um so what we need to do is just focus on him and don't try to figure it out just allow him to to handle the details and and he will direct our steps it's just the way it is so we just need to focus on him and be willing to be um go through the seasons that he wants to teach us and if we can just be his daughters at his feet and be willing to do that then i think we're going to see a lot of change come in and through our country and in what's going on in our world so let's be the women of significance let's let's um go through this walk through this together and and let's see just what happens what does god want to do through the aspiring cowgirl and and if you guys have any questions, you're more than welcome to email me at aspiringcowgirl at gmail.com. And um, I will get back to you as soon as possible. I've got a lot more free time this week compared to what I've had at the last, um, I'd say, six months. And just so happens, I was at my, that Western store for about six months. And so he change the season and it's a new season it's a season of spring and awakening and things are coming and I'm very very excited about it so um walk through this with me share this podcast with other friends and family that you think might be interested in going on this journey with me and I am so thankful and grateful that you are in this too so we will talk to you um, down the road. Stay on point and keep aspiring to be the woman of the significance that you were created to be. God bless and I'll talk to you next week.